Okay. Now, now you're scaling nicely, right? So 200 customers out of $4,500 per month ARPU. I mean, that, I mean, that would put you at about $900,000 per month in revenue. Is that right? Yep. We are over that actually. Okay. Over that. Are you past a million a month yet? Uh, not yet. That's very close. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Thomas Kedar. He's the founder and CEO of Seon. He started the company with his co-founder when they were still students in university and built it from scratch. His personal experience has sparked an interest in fraud prevention and his vision is to build an innovative go-to solution for online businesses affected by fraud. Tomas, are you ready to take us to the top? Hey everyone. Thanks for having me, Nathan. Yes, of course I'm ready. What's your personal experience? Did somebody rip you off or what? Um, yeah, it's very similar. So uh, with my co-founder, Benson, we have launched a crypto exchange during our university years. It was a couple of years back. And uh, we actually faced uh, fraud issues ourselves. So, you know, we tried to solve the problem uh, ourselves, but then we couldn't find an efficient solution. We have decided to develop a tool in-house and then pivoted into Sion. And now here we are getting ready for our Series B. Very cool. Okay, so you mentioned Series B. So you've raised some capital. How much have you raised to date? Uh, we have raised so far uh, 13 million USD. One three or three zero? One three. One three. Okay. And and I guess break that down for me. When did you raise the first round? Um, the first round was when we have started the company. So about four years ago when we have formed uh, the firm. And uh, then we have raised uh, 500,000 uh, as a seed investment. And then we've done a um, bridge round of 1 million. And then have, what year uh, was the 1 million? The 1 million was 2019. Okay. Yes. And then we raised uh, 10 million euros and uh, it was about a year ago. Uh, in 2021. Yes, that's right. Okay. And so I guess help me understand the need for the uh, 10 million euros. Why do you need to raise capital to grow the business? Uh, in one hand, we have opened our first uh, international office here in London, where I'm based at, and as well as um, we have expanded to uh, US. So we have opened an office in Austin and to Indonesia, Jakarta, where we have in both this location, a business development uh, office. Interesting. Okay. Tell us more about the product. So, so who's paying for this and, and what are they using it for? Um, we work with some of the largest now banks, uh, such as Revolut, Nubank. We work with uh, subscription services such as Patreon. Uh, we work with um, online gambling companies, online lending companies, PMPR companies, so uh, like Afterpay. And uh, <clears throat> what they use the tag for is basically based on uh, someone's email address or phone number, we can associate uh, your digital profiles to, to one single data point. And then uh, we provide an API access so our clients can send through these data points, get the average data, take it back, and make better decisions based on those. And in December alone, how many times was your API hit? How many process like API processes? Uh, it was more than uh, nine million. Nine or nine zero. Nine zero. Nine zero million just in December of last year, twenty twenty one. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. That's in, that's incredible. And how uh, that's across how many companies who are hitting the API? Uh, well, we have uh, just close to two hundred direct customers. But since we have some payment gateway customers, uh, we are protecting more than five thousand online businesses out there. I see. How many? How many partners do you have that are one to many? Um, sorry, can you repeat that? Yeah. So you have two hundred direct customers, and you reach another forty five hundred or forty eight hundred through partners. How many of those partners do you have? The gateways. Um, we have about four or five gateways, so not too many. I see. Okay. So those four or five gateways bring you another four or five thousand sort of indirect customers. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. I see. And how does the majority of the ninety million a- monthly API calls come from the payment gateways, or your two hundred direct customers? Uh, it's more the the rest. So the big bigger ones. These are all small long tail long tail merchants. Um, the majority of the revenue and the API cost comes from bigger businesses. But but are the bigger businesses the ones that use you directly or the gateways? Uh, takes us directly. Directly. Okay. So the two hundred direct customers. That's your biggest asset. Your biggest mm-hmm. customer base. Your most revenue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And how do you price for this? I mean, obviously, per API hit sort of pricing is very popular these days. You know, look at Snowflake and others. But how do you do it? Um, very similar. It's usage based. So we pay. Uh, I mean, we charge our clients micro fee for each of the API calls, and then it's a post paid, such as AWS does. It's very straightforward. We try to do the opposite um, than what everyone else does in our industry. So it's a micro fee per API call, and then what else? Um, that's it. That's it. Okay. So how micro? Are we talking like a tenth of a cent or something like that? Mm, it's between four to eight cents. Oh, okay. So got got it. So four to eight cents. And has it always been that way or have you're moving sort of up or down market? No, it's always been like that. And we never raised prices since the beginning. Okay, got it. So so four four to eight cents per API call. And do you make people buy like a number of credits ahead of time or do they pay as they go? Uh, pay as pay as you go. So this is why it's so friction free. So <clears throat> we always post post a bill. Our clients, so they don't have to top up anything. They can just, you know, use the system, and 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 then next month, uh, beginning of it, we charge them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And so, when you look at on average the two hundred direct clients, you know, they all obviously, you know, hit the API different amounts of times. But what's your sweet spot? What would you say the average customer is paying you per month? Um, the average, um, the ACV is um, around uh, right now, like. Fifty-five thousand US dollars a year, so about uh, four thousand five hundred uh, US dollars a month, I would say. Yep. Uh, okay, that that makes sense. And um, and are those are they? They're not committing those contracts, though, right? They're basically paying as you as they go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Very cool. Give me more of the backstory here. So you launched in twenty eighteen. Um, you you've scaled now. Do you have a co-founder? Yep, yep. My co-founder Bansa, he was my university friend. Uh, he is a COO of the company. He's based in Budapest. Interesting. And did you guys just put equity 50-50 at the start? Oh uh, no, it was it was different. <laughs> we 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 you know uh, invested uh, different upfront, so we have come to a, an a, a agreement between us. But uh, we are both happy with this agreement. Okay. So you own more, or he owns more. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, yeah. Uh, since I'm the CEO and I I, I have uh, you know uh, started with the investment as a bootstrap investment, I I own more. 
Yeah. I think it's important, right? So, so just to be clear, it sounds like you put in some of your own money at the beginning to help get the business going. And because you put in money and your other co-founder maybe didn't put in as much or put in none at all, you got more equity at the start. Yep. That's correct. I, I see. Okay. Now, now you're scaling nicely, right? So 200 customers out of $4,500 per month ARPU. I mean, that, I mean, that would put you at about $900,000 per month in revenue. Is that right? Yep. We are over that actually. Okay. Over that. Are you past a million a month yet? Uh, not yet, but very close. Very cool. That would be a fun thing to celebrate. If you're doing about $900,000 per month right now in revenue, where were you exactly a year ago? Do you remember? Uh, we were uh, one third of it. One third. Okay. So where is most of that growth come from? Is it the same 200 customers pinging the API more expansion revenue or is it brand new customers altogether? Um, we've got uh, lots of brand new customers. So we have almost doubled our client base, but as well as we see uh, healthy growth from the existing clients. So our NDR metrics uh, are very good. What is the NDR? How, how far above 100%? <laughs> it's uh, very close to 200, actually. Okay, about 200%. Yeah, that, that's great, obviously. That's, it doesn't surprise me you're able to raise this much capital uh, with that kind of NDR. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any gross revenue churn? Um, not really. It's like 5% a year. We don't see you know, businesses uh, switching from us to other tools. What you see is they cease to exist, usually due to some you know, business continuity issues such as COVID and so on. So Tomas, 5% gross revenue churn means 105% expansion for a total NDR of about 200%. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Do you have a game plan for driving that expansion revenue? In other words, customer success reps that are incentivized with expansion or how do you do that? Yes, yes. We have a bonus scheme in place for customer success. But uh, since it's a usage-based pricing, we usually grow together uh, with our clients. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. For other people listening, using a transaction-based pricing model or a per API call per seat, whatever, they're thinking about bonus plans for their CSMs as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you structured your CSM bonus plan? Yeah, it's uh, you know we set up some base numbers for the uh, expansion based on historical data, and then anything top of that, they get a you know a chunk of uh, the revenue uh, which is expanded on the base on top of the average expansion. So it's it's not too much, but it's um, you know it's 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 very motivational, I would say, and 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 you know it's uh, it's something that you know I was not thinking before, but our chief commercial officer actually has uh, came up with the idea and they have implemented just recently, and actually you know, works very well. So I can recommend to all the startup founders out there. So for 2022, you just did this, right? So what is what do the, what does what does a CSM have to get above in terms of MDR before they can start earning a bonus? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I, I would have to look up. I can't say on top of my mind. <laughs> what, what do you think it is? Do you maybe have a no range or an estimate? Uh, I I can look up right now. Uh, it's, okay. Uh, it's in a sheet just now. 
I love founders with models in front of them. They're my favorite founders. Always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, net expansion. Uh, uh, yeah. Should be uh, at least a 2% uplift from previous month. Uh, that's the base. And then they earn also the same amount of commission based on that. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a new scheme. So um, as well as, uh, you know, I, I have... So Thomas, if someone, so if, if I'm one of your CSMs and I get $100,000 of revenue from last month, those customers to upgrade to about 102000 this month, that's the minimum target. But if I get them to upgrade 110,000, so there's 8,000 above target, how much as a CSM would I get in commission on that extra 8K? Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good question. I think it, it, it would be like uh, around uh, 5%. It's, it's, it's a bit like it's deal based. So 2% net expansion, get 2% commission. So if the net expansion, let's say like 50 grand, they get 2% of it, which is 1,000. And if it would be 5%, Let's say under thousand can get five percent, which is five thousand. So one yeah. time, or is there a recurring commission? It's recurring. For how long? Uh, uh, it's yeah, paid monthly, and uh, uh, that's a good question. I think uh, at least for I think at least for one year. One year, yeah, that makes sense. Very cool. I'm seeing more and more founders do this, and so thanks for the transparency. Okay. I think this is another good data point for folks to learn from. So, okay, your per API billing is proving to be very effective. Your product is very strong. People are binging the API more, which is driving your expansion revenue through the roof. You've chosen to raise some capital. Managing dilution as you raise is obviously very important, right? So, a year ago, you said you were at about three hundred thousand bucks a month in revenue or three point six million dollar run rate. That's when you did your ten million Series A, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And most founders in a Series A are selling like eh, 10 to 20% of the business. Were you sort of in that same range? Yeah, just in between. Okay, yeah. okay cool. So what, what would that put you at? Did you break $100 million valuation post-money? Uh, no, not yet. Close not to it? Mm, somewhat close uh, in, in US dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, this time for the B, we will be, of course, exceeding that. Uh, so you're, you're raising right now, it sounds like, the B. Why is now the right time to raise? Um. Yeah, uh, it's uh, we had two very strong months in terms of revenue and expansion, so I think that that's you know um, a good momentum to to go on the market. I think it's also the the climate still is uh, is, is is very good, and as you know, I have explained some of our metrics, then it's uh, actually like uh, uh, you, know, you know very healthy. So um, I think I think this is the right time. We still have like more than a year runway, so we are not you know in a position where we would need you know cash quickly, but we are also feeling that, you know, since we have two very strong months, it's the right time. Yeah, that makes it, timing is, is very important. So how much are you targeting to raise in the Series B? Uh, yeah, it's hard to say we'd like to rely also on the guidance from the investor. We have some plans, but, you know, I wouldn't share them up front as long as uh, the term sheet is not signed and the money is not lodged in. But yeah, it, 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 will, be, uh, it will be announced very soon, actually. Around what? Uh, it will be announced very soon. Oh, but, well, uh, I mean, the raise process though takes a while. I mean, so so like, I mean, I guess what I'm asking is, are you trying to do like a, a twenty to thirty million dollars Series B, or more like a sixty to eighty million dollars Series B? Uh, yeah, it's the it's the latter. Yeah, it's more like sixty to eighty million dollars Series B. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like what it. valuation? Yeah. I mean, do you think you can command like a four hundred, five hundred million post money valuation raising that much or no? Uh, I think it's definitely doable. 
You think what? It's definitely doable. Okay, so if you raise well, it like a seventy million Series A, you can get up to like one hundred fifty, one hundred eighty million dollars Series B, something like that. Um. Yeah. Well, you know, we raised uh, ten for our A in in euros, and then this time uh, it's going to be uh, you know hopefully at least uh, six to eight times multiplied. So our B will be yeah around sixty um, to to eighty. That's what we are aiming at, but. You know, it's uh, still uh, ongoing, so I wouldn't. Uh, well, what what yeah. I'm trying to get though, Thomas, is how you're managing dilution. So raising mm. 60 million on 120 million valuation, you're selling a third of the business. That's pre-money, oh, right? No no. Mm-hmm. no, no. I mean, valuation would be like, of course, uh, you know, we would dilute the same amount as before. So standard dilution, you know, between 15 and 20 percent. Got it. So you think you can go out and command like a 400 ish, 420 million dollar pre-money valuation, something like that? Yeah, yeah. 40x 40x multiple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, you know uh, what to see on the market today is uh, is, is quite insane. You know, like valuations are uh, multiplied uh, are multiplies of the uh, uh, between forty to eighty. Uh, we see see eighty, uh, and 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 you know we'll see where we end up. But I'm I'm quite optimistic. So I hope for the best. Yeah, no, there's a comp from last month or last week that closed Cognizant, 25 million bucks in revenue, uh, about doubling year over year, uh, raised at a $436 million valuation. So, you know, we're seeing 20 to 80x multiples all over the place. Um, Well, good luck. You have to let us know if that that sort of goes through. Now, um, that capital, what would you use it on? I mean, dilution's dilution, right? You're going to sell 10, 20% of the business. Why do you need it? Um, yeah, um, we would like to open um, some more offices in one hand. Um, but of course, uh, you are, you know, mainly uh, increasing the uh, number of teammates in uh, our headquarters, which is in Budapest, Hungary. <clears throat> That's where we keep the whole R&D and product development. So we would like to add there almost 100 new engineers. Um, the team right now is, uh, there's 140 people there. How many uh, engineers? Uh, about 70 currently. 70. Okay. Very cool. Yep. Or, yep. And, and just to close out the sales questions for you. So how many folks on your sales team carry a quota right now? Um, all of them. How many? Um, yeah, we have uh, about 10 BDMs and we have the same amount, same amount of SDRs. So we got uh, yeah 20. Um, and we got, of course, BDRs too, but they don't have a quota really. So, so 10 carry a quota. Um. No, I mean like uh, the BDMs have a you know like a, a quota for for the bonus scheme, and of course the SDRs have just a monthly minimum quota. I see, got it. And then the C- how many CSMs do you have? Um, I think it's about ten now. Yeah, we're constantly recruiting. So, got it. So between SDRs, BDRs, AEs, and CSMs, you've got about forty people on the sales team. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Very right. cool. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one favorite book. Uh, uh, no rules. You know what? No rules, rules. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, so can you repeat that? Is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, yeah, of course, uh, like uh, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Xeon? Uh, favorite online tool, uh, let's say uh, Figma. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> Eight hours. And what's your situation, Tomas? Married, single kids? Um, I have a partner, but not married. Okay. And how old are you? I'm 27 years old. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Uh, I'm still 20. So <laughs> I... No, when you I, were 20, two zero, two zero years old. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'm a bit older than that. Uh, uh, something I wish I would know or I would done. 
Just something you wish you knew. Ah, I wish I knew. Um, yeah, well, <clears throat> like uh, investing in uh, in in tight acquisition is more important than uh, you know. I I would have thought back then, but uh, yeah, you know, it's a it's a journey. We're all learning, right? Guys, Seon.io launched in 2018. They help large neobanks and Patreon and lenders quickly verify accounts. They had over 90 million API calls just last month hitting their system right to verify a bunch of these identities. They grew from $300,000 a month in revenue a year to $900,000 a month today, about a $10.8 million run rate, 200 direct customers, another four to 5,000 through payment gateways they partner with. Uh, they raised a $10 million Series A last year, sold between 10 and 20%. Now raising call like a 60 to 80 million Series B at a much higher valuation. We'll see what happens there. A team of 140, 70 of which are engineers. Tomas, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you too. Take care.